0: listening to an Atomic Broadcasting production. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the feature presentation. And remember, do your part,
1: such as like, comment, rate, and don't forget to tell a friend to tune in for an Atomic Time.
2: Now, where did we leave off? Ah, yes. Concerned that their presence had somehow been revealed, Uver and Zafir met back up with Neros and Alwood. Their suspicions were confirmed when they were invited upstairs, where they came across a secret meeting about to begin.
3: Okay, hi, it's Sam. I'm here to talk about cool things like comic books again. Hi, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I want to talk about a comic book creator, actually, specifically, uh, Daniel Warren Johnson. He's a writer and an artist. I recently read one of his books, two of his books, and I read another one before, and so I felt like I wanted to talk about him. What are they? Um, the first one is one that I think several of you will find very entertaining as a premise. Um, it's this really cool book that just came out recently. It's a self-published book with Image Comics. It is um, called Do a Power Bomb." It is like a father-daughter story about grief. That is, uh, they are pro wrestlers that get invited by a necromancer to a sent- what is essentially a Mortal Kombat slash Dragon Ball Z tournament.
2: Okay, that does not fit w- at th- all what went through my head when you <laughs> said do a power bomb. Yeah, I just had Star Fox. Well, they're
3: wrestlers. <laughs> That's do a barrel. They're pro roll. wrestlers. Do a bomb. And they go to this alternate reality and face other teams of tag teams from alternate realities. In other worlds.
0: Wait, is it a death match?
3: Uh, some people have that opinion. Then why? Some people don't. But the Necromancer gives everyone an opportunity to bring back a loved one.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, why does the Necromancer exist if it's not a death match?
3: It, he's bored. There's a oh. lot going on there. <laughs> so is, he's bored. <laughs> is he like a lich? Uh, you maybe read the book and find out. Anyway, it's very <laughs> heartwarming. My wife read it first and she cried over it. It oh. was just really good. Oh. And then... I also made her, because I didn't want her to take my book I was reading at the time, I made her read Wonder Woman Dead Earth, which is also by Daniel Warren Johnson. I should specify I also got teary-eyed while reading Do a Powerbomb. It's very good. Mm -hmm. Um, Another book of his I read also yesterday, I read them back to back, was Wonder Woman Dead Earth, which is a story about um, humanity and love and it's set in a post apocalyptic future that wonder woman wakes up in and doesn't remember what happened and she's like the last surviving hero mm. and she goes on a fun journey typical plot line and it is also beautiful and quite amazing mm-hmm. my Aww. wife said uh, within the first 10 pages he was reading it she was re- she was reading it and stopped and was like this guy gets wonder woman
0: oh wow like,
3: wow it's, it's super amazing Both of those books are so solid, and I definitely recommend anyone who's slightly interested in picking them up. What
0: are their names again?
3: Do a power bomb, and Wonder Woman: Dead Earth. Mm. Also, if you end up liking his stuff, I also recommend Beta Ray Bill, which is a Marvel book. It's a Marvel book. It's that guy that's like Thor, but he has a horse head. Yeah, you may (laughs) have seen him. He is an amazing character. A Thorth head. And that is a story about kind of about like finding beauty and worthiness. And it's also very touching. He's mm-hmm. a very good writer. He's also he's also done a uh, murder Eagle, Murder Falcon, in <laughs> Extremity.
0: Wait, is is it Murder Falcon colon in Extremity or no? Those are two different books.
3: Okay. Murder Falcon is one book. Extremity is another book. Okay, gotcha. Um, such amazing stuff. I was in the middle of reading, um, Sandman Mystery Theater. I was finishing it up today. Oh, forgot uh, to bring Sandman. I was finishing it up last night, and <laughs> I was like. I really kind of want to read it. I was like, okay, uh, you. I finish this arc, you read it, and I will read these other two books. And then nice. and it was just, I wanted to talk about it. Those books are amazing. Like, seriously, you can go to, like, in-stock trades or organic price books, and you can get good discounts on them, and they wouldn't be too expensive. Yeah. Like, seriously, recommend 10 out of 10.
1: I thought you said Sam Man, and I thought you had a comic book that was, like, dedicated to you. <laughs> no, not yet.
3: <laughs> Mr.
2: Sandman, <laughs> read me your books. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> I book. I wrote a book about hero about comic um, books,
0: Paradoxes. It was great. I'm oh, still reading die. it. I, I love, love those. those. It it's literally a book it's just called like On Paradoxes or something. Oh, that's cool. It goes through all of like the very famous and some non-famous uh philosophical uh and thought experiments and paradoxes throughout all of time. Name like one. I want to see if I recognize it. Uh, <laughs> the You're going to hate me because it's the most recognizable paradox ever. Uh, But it's uh, uh, The Ship of Theseus. Oh. Yeah, yeah. it went through that one. That Um, one
1: was featured in WandaVision.
0: It was very poorly. Mm. Well, I mean. But, (laughs) uh, and then it also did uh, uh, an old one from one of the earliest Eastern philosophers. I can't remember their names, where it's like you can never step into the same
1: river twice. That Uh, one was featured in in Pocahontas. Mm. Uh,
0: (laughs) I don't.
2: (laughs) what
1: (laughs) it's in the song colors of the wind it
2: is he he is correct i
1: (laughs) did not know that i didn't either but i've never watched pocahontas uh
0: and then there's also
1: okay what about the bootstrap paradox is that one it hasn't
0: it's probably gonna get there but it hasn't gotten to that
1: yet. okay you're familiar with that one
0: uh is it the pull yourself up by your bootstraps thing no
1: it's the one where somebody gives you a bootstrap and then goes into the past and then they you give them the bootstrap and then they come into the future and give you the bootstrap so the question is, where does the bootstrap actually come from? If it's in this ever-changing loop, of oh, a isn't a that just the Godfather
0: paradox? But
2: no, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy.
0: Yeah, the God, the g- the Godfather, being your own the grandfather. grandfather. Yeah. yeah. But with a bootstrap, it might. I don't know. I think it has a thing on. um, The difference between the grandfather paradox
2: and the bootstrap paradox is the grandfather paradox is you are your own cause. Whereas Uh. the bootstrap paradox is you are a closed loop of existence. Ah. Mm -hmm.
1: So Jacob had said that the grandfather paradox is the one where you actually kill your own grandfather, ending the loop, making you impossible.
3: There's too many grandpas.
1: <laughs> Too many grandpas. I'm my own grandpa. That's that's a very really fun future. It sounds thing. funny, I know, but you it really, it, yeah. Is so so oh, I'm
2: my own, my own grandpa. Oh, I know that song. Yeah. <laughs> it's Spe- <a> good song. <laughs> Speaking of families and people dying, are you guys ready to get started? No. no. <laughs> Not after that. I
0: want to sit here and talk about
2: paradox. It's so one way to ask if we're ready to die.
1: Mother is actually Neros.
2: What? <laughs> from a different timeline. We begin with a long shot of a clock tower. 8.27. The night is deep by this point, although lights glow from most windows of the Aridson estate. One such window looks out from the third floor landing, where most of our heroes have just arrived, creeping past the guards and into the off-limits portion of the manor. They had just drawn up to a halt when they heard the croaking, papery voice of the woman known as Mother in the common room ahead. Let's bring this meeting to order. Child, is he here with us?" Another voice, a younger woman. Yes, mother, he is listening. Ah, glory, let us do the king the honor of our introductions. Firstly, Brenger, chief of the Wolfskin Warriors. There's a ringing thud of an axe head butted against the floor. Here, your highness, my axe cleaves by your command. Odphus, your most faithful devotee. May we soon see our king with our own blessed eyes. Datha the elfin, who sees the unseen. Your victory, my king, is sure, for I have seen it the patron of our gathering. Ah, oh dear. <clears throat> May my riches be a mere drop in the goblet at my king's table. Ylva, the green speaker. I look forward to your imminent return and your leading us in triumphant battle. And Hodi, the Fae-blooded. It's quiet for a moment. Hodi, the king cannot see you sparkling. <laughs> uh, my apologies, your majesty, I am here. Unfortunately, Saito, the king's shield, is absent on a mission, but he is with us in his heart. And finally, we have the twins, Siggy and Svelta. And as this speech has been happening, the four of you, uver Neros, Alward, and Zafir, have been on the top, like, landing of the stairs, about eight to ten feet away from where this conversation is being held in the common area. There's a low, like, four-foot-high wall separating you, so it's difficult to see what's happening, but you have clear, like, earshot of the conversation.
0: Um... Are we supposed to go in there? Or?
2: I have no idea. They called us up.
0: Well, they didn't really tell us where to go. Out. They just said meet us on the third floor.
2: To be fair, she didn't. Act, she didn't specify. Is do maybe s- well, we can just kind of watch from the 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 edges?
0: Do Do you think it'd be rude if we interrupted them? Do you think they'd be mad? Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they told us to be here. Yes, but I, I, I don't really want to get in the middle of a bunch of cultists.
0: But, like, here outside the room, or just. Uh, I don't know. Should we? In I, don't, I don't know either.
1: Zephyr puts his hood on and takes three steps up so that my head peeks um, up.
0: Do you see anything? Does it look like we're supposed to be there, or are there other rooms?
1: Well, there's lots of rooms, but. Should we try? How to am th- I supposed to know if it looks
2: like we're supposed to be here?
0: I don't, does it look welcoming? So there's a bunch of So, Zephir,
2: you can see over this, like, short wall that's not a whole lot shorter than you are. <laughs> and in the room is a circle of chairs, and every chair is occupied. There are no open chairs. There's no open seats. I think it's stand-in room only.
0: Uh, well, let's find a different room, then. I don't think we're supposed to be in that one.
1: Um, is the room next to us open?
2: Uh, the door is closed, but you may try the door.
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> try me, door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The I just turn the corner and reach for the handle.
2: Uh, the door caves under the intense emotional peer pressure and opens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's what I thought.
1: That's what happens when I go to the therapist. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Aww. What's in the room?
1: What's in the room?
2: It's a nicely <laughs> furnished bedroom. That's, That's like that. the light switch. <laughs> there's no light switch. There is no light switch. <laughs> Roll a sanity check. <laughs> <laughs> there is no light switch. There's no light switch. No light what am I gonna do? Uh Uver U- 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 is going to pop his or he- er, pop up next to our word. <laughs> 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 Hang on. Those are my <laughs> tentacle <laughs> arms. <laughs> So Nero's picks up Uver and holds him up. We can't use the same sound effects. <laughs> Meanwhile, the meeting has been continuing. Um, they've been discussing like um, scheduling, and you know, so and so is going to be bringing supplies over here. Nothing particularly exciting.
0: On the, you say that we're in a cult that's scheduling uh. the
2: downfall of society as we know it
0: business meeting. I
2: kind of need to know. Sure. So they're talking about like, you know, hey, when are we going to have our next lunch meeting and stuff like that? Very unexciting business talk. So when's everybody going to die? Is it code hit? But just as Uver is like heading up the stairs, there's like an awkward lull in the meeting that like draws all of your attention because it's like they've stopped talking for a minute. And the voice of Mother cuts through the silence and is like, Child, you look cold. Why don't you fetch yourself a blanket? And there's a sound of shuffling, and someone begins leaving the common room and walking around the low wall towards you. Oh. Oh. In your direction.
0: I mean, we were invited up here. Go, go. And I, I start pushing
1: Zephyr down the hallway. Down the hallway? I was just going to go into that room. No, <laughs> down the hallway.
2: Okay, so away from the
1: common room. So I open the door and immediately walk <laughs> away from
2: the door. <laughs> well, are you allowing Alward to usher you away, or are you going to go in the room? Uh, I'll allow it.
1: Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll allow it. it.
2: As you begin moving away, a young woman, probably like in her early 20s, comes around the corner into the hallway, turns to face you all, and begins walking down the hallway as if she hasn't even noticed your presence. What'd she look like? She is clearly Siggy's sister. She has blonde hair and fine features and is wearing like nice woolen clothes with like beading and uh, embroidery details.
0: I'm just gonna keep pushing Petite down the hallway and it's like, that's Felta, go,
1: go. Zephyr kind of just. Stays out of the way, so if she comes that
2: direction, she's going
1: or he's going to move out of the way.
2: Everybody, make me a perception check. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, is <laughs> that? Is that nice job? It's a natural 20. Oh. Nice first roll of the session.
3: She's so perceptive, she knows who her mother is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's how. I don't think Jordy will let me know. <laughs> Seventeen. Uh, dirty twenty.
0: Twenty-three.
2: So everybody but Uver.
0: <laughs> Aww. Sad
2: day. Everybody but Uver notices with the way that she's walking and like trailing her hand along the short wall. She's clearly blind.
0: Oh. Alward's uh, going to gesture to uh and Nero to, like, come up and give the universal signal for, she can't see. Is there a universal <laughs> there a signal covers covers that? He covers his eyes. He holds <laughs> up his paddle.
1: Just, he holds up his paddle that says, she yeah. can't see.
2: <laughs> I could also take that into interpret, hide from her. <laughs> so as Albert is ambiguously signaling that she may be blind or you may need to hide, it's too late, and she steps in between the pair. So we've got Alward and Zafir who are up in the hallway and moving away from Svelta, and Neros and Uver who are still on the stairs. She turns away from that half-wall area around the common room and walks towards the door that Zafir had previously opened. No!
3: Does she fall into the room? I feel so bad.
2: She's heading in that direction. At this moment.
3: Who says she's going to hurt herself? She's just walking into an open room.
2: That's fair.
3: How fast can I get over there? What? Half
0: your speed if you're stealthy.
2: Yeah, to remain stealthy, you might be able to get to the door just as she does.
1: Uh, uh, Yeah. Yeah, do that. (laughs) Where did Sophia get a heart? (laughs) (laughs) I I opened the door. (laughs) What's that going to do to her?
0: So, I don't think exactly. it's in yeah, heart. <laughs> I think he's trying to cover up tracks.
1: I mean, it's kind of like she walks up to the door. She realizes it's open. She's like, well, I didn't leave that open. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so,
0: you're going to close it right when she gets there?
1: I don't know what I'm going to do yet. <laughs> I'm just going to get over
3: there. Oh, my goodness.
2: <laughs> so, Zephyr, you sneakily move down the hallway quickly. Alward, he is moving past you.
1: I'm gonna, As he's moving, what are you doing? Why? I say nothing, and I'm just... Is she reaching for the doorknob?
2: I'd like you to make a reflex save or acrobatics check. Your choice. The death um, of the all. I think
1: I'm going to go with reflex. Oh, I'm going to go with acrobatics. I mean, it's going to be around the same thing anyway, but that is a tr- 30? Yeah, that's a 30.
2: So with a 30, Zephyr takes off at a startling speed for his silence down the hallway, dives into the room just before Svelta gets there, you would have time to close the door from inside before she reaches it. So,
1: I feel like doing that might actually push wind onto her. Uh, so instead, I'm going to make my fist the shape as close as I can to the doorknob. And put it right in her, like, the area that the doorknob would be.
0: What? What? What is, what is your intelligence
1: modifier? <laughs> Probably one.
0: Petite. I love you oh, so, so much. <laughs> what kind of plan
2: is this? I don't understand. One this that I came up with
1: running down the hallway.
2: crap?
1: You die first, it serves you right. <laughs> if I die first, Hubert will haunt you forever.
2: <laughs> I also feel like she would know the difference between a doorknob and, and a, a, hand. Hand and a Roll fleshy
3: hand.
0: It's too late. He's already said it. It's been canonicalized.
2: Unless you have some sort of metal glove gauntlet thing, or
3: it's just a fleshy doorknob.
2: <laughs> all of <it>. That's weird. <laughs> but <Uver's laughs> at the top of the stair. He's watching this happen, and he's going. But I mean, what? it is. Like,
0: yeah, it, Alward's over there, just like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, Alward, Neros, and Uver all watch in slow motion <laughs> And Zafir runs down the hallway, slides into the room, and reaches out his hand. Like a doorknob, Zafir. I'm going to need a deception check. Deception. Okay. <laughs> you had better.
1: <laughs> Petey, I hope you I have swear. Hero for what did? You, you. So, so I'm gonna give you this card. Oh, no. Yeah, you better. He rolled a three. I rolled a oh, three. Oh my gosh. Can I? Can I do a, a a prep point after using a hero point?
2: You can, but I'm not going to promise I'm going to accept your explanation. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I'm fair, fair, fair. Oh, crap. That's not much That's better. That's what you get. Well, I rolled an eight, but plus a seven. That I, don't. I don't. I don't know if that She's ended. blind. She feels her way of everything. Okay, yeah. so I um, I am going to use my
2: preparation point. All right, so how did Zephyr prepare for this situation? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so
2: you know how he biscuits
1: <laughs> you know how he went uh to find the tailor that made semi uh similar outfits for this event mm-hmm. um he asked the tailor what type of ornate objects they would be wearing or using or. You know, he was also thinking about masks and like, well, what if there's like a bobble or something and hanging off the mat, you know? And he just kind of collected a couple of different objects and whatnot that he could use with masks and, and the different outfits to just be like, yeah, you know, let's hang this here. I look like a Christmas tree or whatever, you know, Christmas is not in this realm, probably. I don't know. Um, and he uh, found an object in his pockets That is the very similar shape and size of a generic doorknob.
2: So Zephyr runs ahead, sticks his fist out. Everybody's just watching in horror. Zephyr looks down, switches out for a doorknob at the last minute.
1: Well see see, I like to think I had it in my hand, and I put my fist out and then it just kinda slid out from the hole produced by my thumb.
2: This is the weirdest or thing. Or if, if it can fit on my I, thumb. It's going it to fit mean, on my thumb.
0: I love this. This is the shenanigans I play for.
2: And solely because this was a preparation point. She grabs the doorknob, turns it, and it kind of just spins in Zephyr's hand. And then they walk together into the room.
1: <laughs> I twinge in pain slightly because it is twisting my thumb. Do you make the noise of the door? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> duh, duh. <laughs>
1: Don't! Don't. I noticed when I opened it before that it did not make a sound.
2: And then as she goes inside, she goes as if she's going to close the door behind her.
1: Well, the door is still there, so, like, she that can close true. the real door.
2: Zafir, you have split seconds to decide if you're going to stay in the room or leave on the other side and let her shut you out.
1: Uh, I'm going to stay in the room. <laughs>
2: that was my original plan. So the rest of you watch as she closes the door, leaving her and Zephyr alone. And the three of you who are outside of the room, then hear, now, with Svelta away, we can get down to real business. Oh, snap. (laughs) Oh. 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 With that dramatic line, we fade out to black for a commercial break. And when we fade back in, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> because we've cut out the commercials this is a premium show uh, uh, what
3: about uh, what about the carriage
2: insurance commercial man <laughs> I'd sure hate to be sponsored by them <laughs> we fade back in <laughs> from our commercial break how's your valet? <laughs> and we see Gwib standing outside the back of the building and he looks up at the clock tower looks at the moon and then sadly walks away <laughs>
0: He only waited like ten minutes. You
3: she
2: said she'd come by later.
1: I did. Later
3: Gwib
2: has nice. no patience. No,
0: the OTP is gone.
1: Gwib, come back.
2: Now we Baby, have a new. No. <laughs> I want to say goodbye. Why would you do that to me? Why would you do that to Neros? Maybe so that Gwib can live to see another day as the building explodes. No.
0: Now we must restart the campaign.
2: I've broken Abby's soul. What soul? I'm a ginger. Okay, I've broken all of Abby's souls. (laughs) (laughs) She walked into her basement and started shattering glasses. All the souls in the basement just start crying. Back inside the building. It seems that they're getting down to real business. Bingo. How are the warriors coming? And you hear this harsher voice. They're coming along well, Mother and Your Highness. Soon, I imagine, they'll be able to (laughs) control their excitement in battle. They still need me around to help uh, guide their efforts, but at this point, I think they'll be ready when we are. Good, good. Ordfus, how is the morale of the people holding up? Mother, the people, they grow more fervent in their devotion to the king every day. And Detha, is the project complete? It is, Mother. And I am ensuring that no one has a chance of standing in our way. And then Alward, you hear as if whispered in your ear, You are paying attention, aren't you?
3: Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't like that. Uh Alward's face is just going to um sort of like drop into like a panic, and he's gonna look over at Uvert and like I guess start moving back that direction. Uver <laughs> <laughs> is gonna look back questioningly like I don't have message. I can't. <laughs> it's, just, it's just watching you Just gesture. Just to hold up a notepad with a pen. Yeah,
3: just, just a scroll. Just
2: <laughs> There's a sudden just like... <clears throat> uh, so someone clearing their throat, obviously, to try to get attention. As we hear the person who was previously introduced as Audier saying, If there's any... <clears throat> Issues of importance that must be seen to. We should get to it quickly. I'll be leaving town for Tomgrove for a business trip soon. The company has requested my presence for some critical decisions. Of course, of course. And how are relations with the company coming? I am sure that uh, if there should come to a disagreement, they would side with the king. Very good.
0: Would Alward know or recognize that name maybe from his company days? Or would he have reason to suspect it's the Infernal Mining Company?
2: Actually, I was going to say no, but I thought about what you did with the company.
0: Yeah, I was their accountant.
2: And you know Adir is their landlord.
0: Oh, Somehow Alward's face even drops more as he just continues to (laughs) frantically gesture towards Uver. Just (laughs) ah!
2: And Ilva, how are our reinforcements from the Gungir forest coming? They are difficult to negotiate with, Mother, but I am sure that by the time we are ready to move, I will have a sizable force good good and howdy howdy stop sparkling what
1: <laughs> that line now twice <laughs> is he a vampire in the in the twilight universe <laughs> yeah. i watched it's that work? movie last it's night it's
2: nighttime <laughs> oh uh, sorry, Mother. I was a bit distracted. Uh, my task is coming along quite well, quite well. I do predict that I have about uh ten per cent of the important people in the city under my thumb now. Very good, very good. And the newest addition to our number, Siggy, you have quickly risen up in the ranks to a position of authority. Do you believe that you will have earned the respect of the men in time? Mother, I will accomplish whatever it takes to ensure our victory. Good. Good. Meanwhile, in the corner room with Zafir and Svelta. She has just closed the door behind her. Zafir, you've kind of dodged around her so that you're in the room now. And then she just kind of stops. And she seems to be like deliberating in herself. I mean,
1: I am not sure what to do. I'm just going to stand there real quiet like.
0: (laughs) Help her out. She seems to (laughs) (laughs) be going (laughs) through something personal. Get her on blanket, (laughs) buddy. (laughs) And as
2: you (laughs) kind of stand there like not sure what to do. She, like, takes a deep breath and then leans her ear against the door.
1: I'm going to silently, as possible, move to the, what's the word, adjacent corner of the room so that I'm away from her but not completely diagonal.
2: I see. So that you're not on the opposite side of the room from the door, but you're not right next to her. Exactly. Exactly. And she holds that position for a while, like she's listening through the door for a bit. And then she eventually just is like, uh, just like walks away from the door, like obviously frustrated and like sits down at a desk. Now on the opposite side of the room from you. How does one introduce
1: themselves like this? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, what the?
0: (coughs) If I could make an out of character suggestion,
1: as a servant. There would not be any servants up here at this point. The in servants' time. quarters are right there,
3: literally right there.
1: Okay, how long has it been?
2: Uh, maybe a minute. Not long, but it feels like a long time.
0: If you want to go with the servant idea, you can open up the door and then close it and then close it and again. And, close <laughs> <the> again. <laughs> and be like, "Oh, I didn't know you it's were here." Like, in I'm sorry. Here. i supposed to help clean.
1: It's uh, actually it's, not a bad idea. It's too it's too out of out of character. Yeah. She's going to hear from the corner of the room a slight rustle. An intentional rustle.
2: And she just like stiffens up in her chair. She's like I'm sorry. I thought I was alone. Well, you're not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not.
1: I'm <laughs> Very sorry to disturb you. Um, This was an accident. I wasn't meant to be in here.
3: (laughs) He's he's, he's playing the I'm really awkward and I'm sorry. This is a weird card.
0: I'm so glad I can't witness this. (laughs) Uber would die.
2: She relaxes a little bit and kind of half turns around in her chair and is like i don't recognize your voice are you from out of joel i'm from many places um
1: so no i was here i've been here for a bit and then left and came back but um <laughs> what do you know about helmets
0: what? 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 Why? What?
1: Why? why? How about you start with, what do you know about shovels? <laughs> Zephyr,
0: why? He's,
3: he's playing the awkward Zephir thing.
0: Zephyr is my new favorite. I'm oh playing
2: slap hands, my friends. <laughs>
1: Don't, kill
0: her! Don't kill her! Not that
3: slap hands. The actual slap hands.
2: Her posture changes again. Previously, where she was starting to relax a bit, she like is now more on guard. And she's like, you know about the helmet?
1: Yes, we all know about the helmet. It uh, was presented tonight. If that is what was actually presented.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What?
2: So you know nothing more about the helmet than was just announced tonight?
1: I can certainly make things up, um, but if you're looking for actual... Answers, I wouldn't be much of a good source. Now, the question I have for you is what are you trying to find out about this whole situation that you're not being told to your face? Who
2: are you here with?
0: The catering.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If you're on this third floor, you must be connected to one of the circle.
1: Well, in a manner of speaking, we were instructed by one that was in the circle to come to the third floor. I don't know whether or not the others are aware. Um, I was going to look in this room... So here's your explanation of as why, why, why I'm, I'm uh, here. So I was, I was going to look in here... And then you started coming this way, and I noticed that you couldn't see me, but the door was open, and you turned my thumb, <laughs> and, and I, I panicked, <laughs> and now we're here. So, that clears all that up.
2: <laughs> I don't know that it does, but you okay. You turned
0: my thumb.
1: I heard that you were supposed to be getting a, a blanket and I figured you wouldn't be in here this long.
2: Pause for response. <laughs> <laughs> she stands up and like goes around so that like there's the chair she was sitting in is between you and her and she just like is gripping the back of the chair. Who are you with? Um,
1: mm, Me, my, myself and... Look, I'm not going to hurt you. I I know that's something that people say when they plan to hurt you, but...
2: As you're talking, all of the color drains out of the room. <laughs> and we'll cut back out to what? what's happening outside. Well, Zephyr. Zephyr's gonna die. He's in
3: dark vision mode.
2: What? <laughs> back outside of that room, the meeting is seeming to like be finishing up talking about like each person kind of going around what they're talking about and then it's quiet for a little bit and then mother's like svelte hasn't returned yet oh my gosh. siggy and before she can even finish talking there's like a sound of like a chair being scooted and siggy begins leaving and he's like i'm going to go check on her and he is now turning around the corner to come down the hallway. Ugh. So, the three of you who are not in the room—there's Alward, Uver, and Neros—you three are all on the stairs at this point, right? Oh, mm-hmm. I, I back down as soon as I hear the chair scooting up.
0: Um, I, I'm. Oh no! I. Oh, gosh. So. Oh god. I'm so stressed out. I think I'm going going to try and get in the room because if he's going to go check on her i i can't leave him to die don't look at me like that there,
3: there is another door in the room but
0: i don't know if that door leads to the, the bathroom. room the the room yeah, i we, know there's yeah, a door you. there but i don't know
3: right what i'm saying you go in grab Zephyr fear and go out the other door yeah well, you don't know those two rooms are
2: connected. But, well, no, he's saying we I have can go blueprints. into the room. We do. In oh, yeah, we yeah. do. Oh, that's we do right. have the blueprints. Yeah, yes. so
0: I'm going to go into the top room um, that's connected and like make my way around and try to get Zephyr. Oh, yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting we actually do know. Yeah, that. I know. We, we, yeah. we came prepared.
2: Yeah. That's why you can see the whole map.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you losers.
2: So as... Siggy begins coming down the hallway. Alward is just able to slip around the corner into that like adjoining room off the side of the bedroom where Svelta and Zephyr are. And our two timelines we've been intercutting between are going to start lining up now. We're going to do like a cool split screen as back in the bedroom, all of the color drains out from Zafir's perspective, and the camera, will like, whirls around to the side, and we see that the whole room has just gone pitch black. But because Zafir has dark vision, he can still see as Svelta throws the cha- the chair across the room towards him and starts running for the door that she came in through. <laughs> oh, boy. Do you Gosh. react to that, Zafir?
1: <laughs> oh, no. If I stop her, I could see- be seen as hostile. If I don't stop her, she's going to announce to everyone that I'm there. Oh boy, what do I do? I'm <laughs> I, I'm going for the door. I am Which door? Towards the one that she's running towards.
2: Oh no. So, are you trying to head off her escape or Yes. So, since you can see perfectly well and she's just thrown a chair across the room, I think you're going to get to the door first. I
1: can see better than her. That's
2: <laughs> in our cool oh. split screen. Ouch. In our cool split screen we've done, Siggy is halfway down the hallway. You've made it to the door in front of Svelta and can block her exit if you choose to. I would like to lock the door. That would require a key with this style of door. That was pre-established. So just as Zephyr gets to the door then, Alward comes around through the door in the adjoining room on the opposite side of the room that you just left from. And Alward, you... Have dark vision as well, and you see that Zephyr has just stopped Svelta from leaving this pitch black room.
3: <laughs> He's blocking a blind woman. From uh,
1: as soon as Alward enters the room, he hears me spit off to Svelta. I'm here with Alward, uh, Heymir, uh, Neros, um, uh, Uver, and um, um, uh, is that everybody? Yourself
0: and yourself. <laughs> uh, upon hearing that, I'm like, "What, what? are you doing?" <laughs>
2: She takes a couple steps back and goes, who?
1: But you asked who I was here with, and that's everybody's names except for mine. Hi, I'm Zafir, and I put out my hand. Zafir,
0: we don't, we have to go.
2: So we've already established earlier that this door opens into the room. The door that your back is to, Zafir, is now like opening into your back.
0: I'm going to like motion for Zafir to follow me and just step back into the room. Be like, there's someone coming.
3: Oh my gosh. What a situation. Mm. I'm glad I'm not here. <laughs> I'm standing my ground. <laughs> oh
1: my
0: gosh. Oh, Petite, so you're sad. no longer my favorite. Why are you so adamant about
1: this?
2: What is your fortitude, DC? Oh, gosh.
1: Uh, okay, no, when I say I'm standing my ground, that doesn't mean I'm holding the door. It means that I'm going to stay there until the door pushes me out of the way. That doesn't make it better.
2: So, you're not going to resist the door pushing you?
1: Right. So, if the door hits me in the back, I'm going to follow its motion. Oh. Uh, but if it doesn't, like, push me out of the way, I will still be... Like, if he swings the door open and it hits the wall, I'm going to be out of the way. But if he just, like, non, non-forcibly non pushes it, I'm just kind of like, kind of follow it.
2: So, that second one is what happens. As the door opens more gradually, you're able to kind of, like, move along with it and just kind of ensconce yourself against the wall with the door as it swings open.
1: Alward, you see me push my two fingers just like straight towards the wall where you're at. I just point at the wall to just, I don't know what I'm motioning, but that way.
0: Alward's just like, yes, come on, and like motions for you to come on, and nope, then... I'm behind the door now.
2: As that happens,
0: Sorry, I know we're not in combat, but can I ready an action for if the darkness that is encompassing the room falls? Because I'm presuming that Siggy, being a normal human, does not have dark vision. So, he cannot see. So, if she releases the darkness because Siggy has entered the room, I don't want to be in that room.
2: I see. So, you want to step out of the room if the darkness drops. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So as you're gesturing to each other in the darkness, you hear around the corner, Siggy's voice, Svelta, why is it so dark in here? And she just like runs to him and is like, there's someone in here. Whoops!
1: How far in does he go?
2: He like turns her around his body to out into the hallway and pulls out a sword and steps into the room. And he's like, Svelta, the lights. And she's like, oh yes and the room grows bright again. Alward, of course, steps back out into the adjoining room. Uwe and Neros, what are you two doing? Panicking.
0: Yep, yep, <gasps> panicking. Panicking uh, is the thing that we are doing because
2: we're going, what was he thinking? <laughs> <laughs> or not, as the case may be. <laughs> I don't know. I mean,
3: yeah, all you two have seen... People just walking that direction. That
2: is <laughs> true. I haven't heard anything. That <laughs> no,
3: we we probably would have heard the conversation on the doorway. Yeah, right. Then. That's someone true. Someone yeah. in here. Yeah.
0: So what would we do?
1: Obviously, I don't think that we were supposed to be up here, even though we were
0: we were invited. I mean, we
2: were we were told to come up here. I don't
1: know what we're supposed to do. I know we were invited up here, but obviously she hasn't told us that we were up here to anybody else's. I don't
2: know what to do either. I don't know if we should go in there. I don't know if Zafir's in trouble. I don't even know what Alan is. We know Zafir's
1: in trouble because we can hear Siggy, whatever. He's going in there.
2: Okay, me, I don't. Abby, I don't know what to do. (laughs) You're you're looking at me like I have a plan and I don't. Yeah, and we (laughs) cut back into the room as Siggy walks in, drawing his rapier, and he begins looking around. He's walked into the room. His back is to the door. So, presuming Zephyr is still hidden behind Zephyr the door, yes. and he doesn't know that he's there.
3: Yes. Zephyr is now behind him.
2: Yes, Zephyr is behind him, behind the door. You could sneak out.
1: So, at this point, I have I have noticed the weight of the door twice. Um, I am going to crouch down, like, s- kind of squat-ish type of thing, and I'm going to, best as I can push my leg out so that the door doesn't slam, but it goes to about where the latch goes.
2: (sighs) Petite has chosen chaos? Petite
0: has chosen death. Just let him cook. I'm (laughs) letting him cook. I'm here for this. We're watching him burn. (laughs) I'm here for this. I'm just baffled by his decisions.
2: And the door gently swings till almost latching.
1: And I say quietly,
2: Siggy, I know you didn't expect
1: us, <laughs> but I mean, you <laughs> Sven, you've got to get concussed. Sven, stop banging your head against the wall. You're going to break the wall on one of these days. I know you weren't expecting us, but I am here. <laughs> we mean no harm.
2: And right as you finish talking, he whirls around and a dagger comes flying through the air and sticks into the wall right next to your head.
1: That was a good throw.
2: <laughs> My next one will be better. What are you doing in here?
1: Well, if you had let your sister explain, that's not a good start. Um, so here's the deal. We were invited up here by one of the people out there. What did you know her name? We know her name. We were invited by Daytha. Um She looked at us individually. I came up here. Um, I, I should say looked at me and said, third floor, something or other, and I wanted to come into a door, so I was less conspicuous. Came in, well, started coming in, opened the door. Your sister came by, tried to open the door. The door wasn't there, and I didn't want to raise suspicion, so I—
2: I don't mean, what are you doing in this room? I mean, what are you doing here? Oh, Datha. No, here! He gestures broadly to everything. It's a party takes a menacing step towards you, and you weren't invited. Uh, Okay,
1: look. Daitha said to come upstairs, so I figure somebody wants us here.
3: (laughs) I have an invitation.
1: Look, it's my party, and I'll die if I want to.
3: (laughs) (laughs) This is going a direction...
0: I'm... I really want to try something, but I know it won't work. I'm here to subvert expectations. I, I don't think it's going to work, but I'm going to try what, it. What you want to do? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and make my way around uh, like as quickly as I can. Uh, that way, whenever he's like, you weren't invited, I could like be like, well, we were. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I don't know what
1: else to do, and I want to make it worse. I closed the door for a reason. Oh, well, then f- I don't know that, though. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you're going to get there, and the door's closed. Yeah, that's true.
3: I appreciate that half the table is on the same page and half is on the other page. (laughs) It's because we're at half the table. (laughs) Dude, they're in another book. (laughs) (laughs) Or you're in another book. (laughs) You went off book. I'm off script.
2: Yes, you are. Very. So, Alward, you make your way across the antechamber. You're fumbling through your pockets looking for the invitations that you forged. And as you step out of the door out into the hallway, you almost run right into Svelta, who's standing out in the hallway and is looking at the door that's just closing to in front of you.
0: Why? (laughs) Alward's just like, why did he close the door? Why didn't you go through the other door? Oh, yeah, let me just pop out this door. That's not the direct <laughs> entrance of the room. That's not weird. You're right. Um, and she's too far into the doorway that I can't get in.
2: Uh, this door also opens inwards, so you'd be able to go out of the hallway, but you'd have to pass right next to her into the room that she's kind of paying attention to.
3: So, yes, you could slip by her.
2: But she would be... Cl- Yes, you could slip by her, but she would clearly be aware that you had slipped by her.
0: I think, yeah, I think what I'm going to do is um, basically, oh, uh, oh, sorry, excuse me, Svelta, let me just, there's a miscommunication, I have to,
2: let me just get around. And she kind of just backs away, (laughs) and is just looking equal parts confused and concerned.
0: And then I'm going to go into the room, or open the door at least,
2: Oh my gosh. And, <laughs> and, and say, you open the door just as Siggy C- is saying and you weren't invited. Uh, Ciggy,
0: we were and we were invited, Siggy. Hi. Hello.
2: He turns his rapier to face you now.
0: No, no, no no need of that. Remember, we're friends. We How helped Lord, you get would you here. Would you close the door for a moment? I, I don't. I
1: just got here. Yes, I know, and you're in here. Can you please close the door for oh, a moment? Sure,
0: I stepped fully in and closed the door. <laughs> Thank you. Why did you want me to do that?
1: Um, Siggy, we're here for a reason, but I do want you to know, first off, Svelta knows everything of what you were talking about in there. She was listening at the door. I don't know if you're trying to protect her. I don't know if you're trying
2: to keep her out of the loop. But she knows everything. Then when I'm finished with the two of you, we'll have to have a talk.
0: Why are you being so violent, Siggy? We have invitations. And I, like, flash the invitations real fast, and then...
2: I'm oh, just gonna what? make a perception check.
3: Let's see what happens.
2: I don't know where you got those.
0: From the mining company. I don't... We were... I work for them, and they're my escorts.
2: Either you're playing dumb, or the mining company's played you for a fool. Those are no invitations.
0: Well... You're gonna have to bring it up with them because I don't. I was told to be here and then I was asked to go upstairs.
2: I've seen both of you around town. I know that you had the helmet when you left the cave. Don't take me for a fool.
0: To be fair, I didn't know I had the helmet when I left the cave.
1: Technically, we didn't have the helmet. That's true, we We didn't. Um, In fact, we no longer have the helmet. Um, but that's kind of a different story. Close I don't, don't actually know where the man who had the helmet or said not to have the helmet anymore is. But well they have the helmet. They well no, it. I mean the man who told someone else to take
2: Enough helmet. of all of this foolishness.
0: Mm.
1: Is that helmet real?
0: <laughs> I mean
2: if
1: you're going to kill us,
2: we might as well know.
1: Honestly, we can even try to help you tell you where the actual one is.
2: We have the real helmet. I don't know what you're talking about. How do, where did you even get it? Make a perception check. Can uh, I make a perception check? Both of you. Uh,
0: is this a skill check? Yes. I'm going to go ahead and use an ability of mine, Oh. and I will explain what that does after I make my other roll. <sighs> Let me see my perceptions. 18. Uh, okay. I got a 15, but... Um, with that 15 everyone in the media area has a weird sense of deja vu as when i attempted it the first time i would have gotten a 14 and then alward's like that i like in his head he's like i did that wrong and then he re it
1: why haven't you twisted time before it could have saved us a lot of trouble i can only
2: do it for myself most <laughs> of the time so Alward, you're kind of distracted by like trying to maintain the lies and the situation. Zephyr is kind of, I imagine, already kind of settled into like a battle zen kind of state with the stressful situation. And he notices there's a flash of guilt across Siggy's face when you ask where he got the helmet.
3: Guilt. How dare
2: he? (laughs) And he's like, that's not important. Doesn't matter where you stashed it. I found it.
1: Well, see, the thing is, uh, we didn't stash it anywhere. Um, it was given to someone else. Out of my um, out of my control, I was kind of half-naked at the time. And what? <laughs> what? I, oh, yeah. We had to leave things in a, a place. I won't get into that story, but after I woke up, <laughs> I didn't have it anymore, and I was told that it was safe. Wait, what? You told me that you knew where it was. Well, I'm, I was told that it was safe with somebody, but I don't know where they have put it. Obviously, they I mean, they're, they're probably smarter than me and didn't keep it on their person for, you know, a week or two at a time or three. <coughs> How long was I without you?
0: A month. Yeah, about a month.
1: About I mean, weeks. we saw each other through
0: the month. You just weren't allowed to, at our base. It would, it would have been nicer if you had come out. More. Oh, but I was busy. I'm I sorry. Some I'm going like to give
2: the two of you buffoons <laughs> two options. Okay. You can accompany me to the cellars, or you can draw your weapons.
1: Well, now you see, I don't have a pen and paper, um, and I'm not a very good artist, so drawing would not be... What? Um, I just don't
0: want to hurt him or be hurt. What well, he said to draw our weapons...
1: Oh, he meant like you are daft sometimes, Zephyr. Well, obviously I said I'm not going to draw my weapon, so let's go to the cellar. I
2: I'm okay with that. And that's where we'll end this episode.
3: Okay. What is going on? Lots of things are happening. Sven and Abby look very concerned and confused. <laughs>
2: I have so many emotions right now. I'm the so Michaels happy. have
3: made odd decisions. I'm so happy. I And I've was, just been watching it all happen.
2: I was
0: trying to help him. and like, what happens
3: when I'm not a p- character in the game. Things uh, just go crazy. Yeah,
0: says the one who, yeah, sure, we, sure.
2: Do we even know where you are right now you, or you what's happening with you? You not asked anyone or
3: seen me. So.
2: All right. So, petite, you have won today's hero point for your... Uh, divergent problem-solving methods. More like problem-causing <laughs> methods. Uh, <laughs> thank you,
1: everyone. I have chosen the Hero Point Fluid Motion. I don't know if we've had this one before. I don't think so. But it seems quite nice. For the rest of my turn, I gain a climb speed and a swim speed equal to half of my speed. If I make a uh, horizontal leap, increase the distance jumped by 10 feet. That's very if cool. I can yeah. jump really far, that might actually right. come in handy Next episode. There are windows. Well, even having a climb speed, that's pretty Mm good. Yeah, yeah. So I want to thank everybody for this wonderful hero point and my terrible decisions. You're welcome. I think I'm gonna go make
2: some more. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see you all in the next episode. Uh,
3: Sorry, (laughs) Spit.
2: This has been an Atomic Broadcasting production. Pathfinder, Galarian, and the Lost Roman's world setting are copyright of Paizo. More information at paizo.com. Music in the show is from Monument Studios' collection, as well as assorted artists with some original tracks composed by Geordie Hake. More details in the description. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to share with a friend, and we'll look forward to seeing you again next time. Ilva, the green speaker. I look forward to your imminent return, and you're leading us in...
0: <laughs> She's speaking to too many plants I was about to say Did you say they're
3: the, the green speaker? That's what
2: green sounds like <laughs> I mean, She's
3: they're too new. distracted by that potted plant in her hand no, they're, green they're a new speaker they, they're, they're getting used to it <laughs>